When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Outside your window may not be great, but here on Post Show Recaps, everything is marvelous on the Everything is Super podcast, talking about Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus, Season 1, Episode 2, Crushed. I am Josh Wiggler, and I am joined here by a man who loves to eat ice cream on pizza, Kevin Mahadeo. Kevin, how you doing? I do not want to be associated with that. I am such a picky eater of things ice cream uh-huh. on pizza does not work for me i had a you're friend a picky who... eater i don't feel like you're that picky of an eater are you oh my god i are have you? i have i have very particular set of skills ACDs. that make you a nightmare i have no like skills me. first of all uh-huh. <laughs> uh no i have i have very like finicky things about food and like something like, like the ice hunger cream games guy that's like wet like finick god jesus i wish uh, yes. Yeah, I just chew uh, sugar cubes like a horse. Um, yes. I just don't like a wet thing like that on my pizza. I just, I would not like that. I had a friend who put ranch, like poured ranch on their pizza, and I found that disgusting. So, a lot of people are in on the ranch and pizza. I, Ice cream yeah. on pizza is new to me, and I, I do consider myself somebody who knows a thing or two about uh, pizza trends. Uh, but that was that was new to me. But listen, whatever is going to get you through hanging off the side of a building, waiting to be rescued by a newly minted superhero named Nightlight who does not want to be Nightlight. called that. Nightlight. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't feed don't feed them ice cream pizza after midnight. Uh, <laughs> as we're going to talk about all of that here, as Ms. Marvel as. Uh, Kamala is getting closer and closer to figuring out 
who she is, what she's all about, learning what it takes to be a hero. It's not all flashy poses and Ant-Man charm, unfortunately, Kevin. No, there's a lot more involved in being a superhero, which mainly is the government agencies coming after you. Mm -hmm. Just always with the government, man. They can't leave us alone. We can't catch a break. I do love that guy's interrogation technique is just the same. He did the same yeah. thing to Ned in, in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Yeah, he's got no other moves, I I feel like. Uh, again, that's uh, Ariane Moyad, who is in um, Severance, who's very, very, very funny on that show. Uh, and he's here as Agent Cleary. Uh, and I'm thrilled that he's here because his line reads are tremendous. And it's like, oh, they're great. Oh, popcorn, popcorn, you know, and then just like shifting from that into. So that's why you got endangered by an enhanced person. Exactly. The about shift is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's seamless. Absolutely seamless. Uh, another, I thought, Kevin, uh, really, really fun episode of the show. I think it's like now starting to like um, steer in towards like some of those things that we were talking about last week. Of Like, I don't see a clear villain on the board. I don't see this. I don't see that. A lot of this feels like it's a hangout show and a vibes show and a coming of age uh, type of tale. And I think all of that is still intact. But I also feel like we're getting like forward story progression this week. And I, I for myself, I can only speak for myself. I really loved the combination. Uh, it, maybe an ice cream pizza would surprise somebody uh, because I think that this was really, really, really delightfully put together. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm really intrigued with where they're pushing it from this point forward. It's so weird for me to say like i would be totally fine if this is just a vibe show but i'd basically be totally fine if this yes. was just a vibe show right i don't i mean listen we've talked about our opinions about what the last episode could be and we're all prepped for a kicky flippy punchy light so what's show. gonna happen yes it's gonna be a, like a hard whoa. hard what light if, fighting hard light what That's if it's just vibes what if it's like a dance-off oh, in that final yeah. episode like i would i would be ecstatic honestly don't expect it don't prepare for that so that when something cool like that happens you're totally sideswiped you are better off being like okay they're gonna throw hard light at each other it's gonna look <laughs> ridiculous and i'm not gonna be too mad about it because i knew this was coming and the rest of the show was super fun and i'm not gonna let this define everything else that was great yeah, I mean, it's going to be a laser light show. What can you do? Maybe they'll maybe there will be dancing though. Could be dancing. You liked this one though, Kevin? You're still enjoying the Ms. Marvel? Oh, 100%. Um yeah. there's so much in the show that constantly like sparks things within me. Uh, memories or feelings or thoughts that like I feel like are related to my life, which I'll share a few of those. This episode though definitely had me doing some theorizing that I think is paying or at least heading into the direction I think it's going to go in. So I'm excited at a certain possibility. We'll talk about when we get to uh, some possible spoilers. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's interesting. Um, yep. There's definitely stuff that, again, I haven't read the comics that this is based on. You've only dabbled. Um, your friend in mind, the great Mike Bloom, uh, sent in a lot of feedback this week about some of the things that happened um, in this episode. Um, I'm not, I'm, I, and Mike cleared with me is like, is it cool if this is like comic book spoilers? I was like, yeah, send it in. And then I started reading it and I was like, actually, I don't think I want to know this personally. Uh, what I'll say to people out there, if you listen to Everything is Super, then that means you listen to shows on Posture Recaps, which means very likely you listen to a Mike Bloom podcast because he's on 700 of them right now. Come hang out with us at the Posture Recaps Patreon Discord, patreon.com slash Recaps. Mike is there. And if you're a Ms. Marvel Comics reader, I think Mike will talk your ear off uh, about what he thinks is going on on the show. Kevin, is your stuff um, that you're clocking comics rooted or more like story instinct that you're feeling? Story instinct. And isn't it, I will, I will mention something from the comics, but we've mentioned it already. Cool. Um, and it is my prediction of how they're fixing the comics issue with a Marvel cinematic solution. 
Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, I have a feeling I know what it is that you are talking about. So uh, we will we will get into it. But let's first get into this episode of Ms. Marvel. It is called uh, Crushed uh, is the name of this one. Because uh, what? Because Zoe was crushed by Nightlight? Uh, is that why? Is it, because, uh, is it because Kamala is having a crush on the new boy in school? It's probably it's, a combo platter. It's just a little crush every time we touch. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Hard light comes shooting out. Uh, the beginning <laughs> of this episode is so fun. Uh, as Kamala is coming back into school uh, and she is just like electrified because she's a superhero now and she no longer feels like a wallflower. Yeah, she's having that moment of coming in like the coolest kid in school. She's got, you know, confidence just shooting out of her hands, I guess. Um, and it is like a fun scene. This actress is so great. Like, she's the best. She just, she just has such great energy. And this isn't even the most energetic scene in this episode. There's one, obviously, in particular. But she is fantastic. And I love this opening sequence of her just strutting through the halls. And everyone's kind of giving her weird looks before, you know, she finally gets like kind of brick walled by Zoe. Yes. Uh, Iman Vellani, who plays this character, we talked again uh, last week about how she's such a huge Marvel fan. Uh, and I do think that that just like exudes. And I think like there are certain like vibe choices that she makes, like the scene in the bathroom between her and Nakia, I think was just like so fun. And like when she gets the earrings, she's just like, it's like my best day ever. Like these like things that like she's like I don't know. She has like mannerisms that I think are just so fun, uh, and also just like such an unbelievably expressive face. So I think mm-hmm. that she is able to like exude concern when she's nervous and all of this. Um, she's terrific. What a find! Uh, I'm really excited about what her career could look like uh, based just on Ms. Marvel. This is a, a hell of a breakout. Like this is obviously a big role for any actor to take on. She is taking it and running with it. This is one of my favorite uh, Marvel hero introductions in quite some time. But again, this is also typically like the one thing you can't really knock about Marvel. They tend to ace this kind of thing with uh, like really key important casting. Yeah, you know, from from uh, from some fantastic casting in other movies to, <laughs> to this one. Listen, listen. Uh, so she's having her day at school. Uh, she's going to run into some dreamy looking guy. I guess maybe we'll have to talk about him uh, deeper into the episode. But first, it's just like, a, you know, shoulders brushing in the middle of the hallway. A chance encounter, Kevin, or something a little bit more nefarious. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> It's know. uh, it's it, it could be uh, the destiny, destinious, destinous, destinous. Uh-huh. Is that a word? I think I made that word up. I do now. think you made up uh, destinous. Yeah, uh, I don't think that that's quite it, but let's <laughs> call it uh, destinous or a faded meeting. She uh, she is his density. Yeah, she is his density. She's gonna hang out with Bruno, who's like, okay, so now that we're in like the cold light of day, could you tell me a little bit more about what's happening with you? She's like, well, I'll tell you for sure I can't shrink size or talk to ants. And he's like, why did you think you could shrink size and talk to ants? She says, well, because I'm like Ant-Man. We're we're both very charming. and We both look a lot younger than we actually are. I mean, talk about like a backhand to Paul Rudd. (laughs) Not wrong. It's not wrong. You look very youthful. No one would know that you've crossed the Brimley cocoon line. Uh, (laughs) Incredible. Dude, in Paul Rudd's defense, I'm not sure if he's crossed the uh, the Brimley cocoon line quite yet. I don't think, like, how old is he? He's, he's not 50 yet. Uh, yeah, he absolutely is 50. Let's see. Good God, is uh, 
yeah, he's crossed the cocoon line for sure. He's 53 oh. years old. Oh my man. gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, yeah, he looks very. Life young moves quick. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> stop and look around every once in a while, you might miss it. Uh, what that's what Ferris His Bueller says. Great. That's not a Cameron quote, even though Cameron is the character that we're talking about here on Ms. Marvel. Yes, uh, Cameron or Cam- Cameron. Cam- Cameron. Cameron. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's uh, I have a cousin named Cameron that is uh, spelled very similarly, so it really uh-huh. throws me off in the pronunciations. Yes. Uh, any uh, similarities, vibes-wise, between your cousin and this guy who's clearly a secret supervillain? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's too charming for any member of my family. Uh-huh. Um, with Fair the enough. accent, although him having to shift accents is a little familiar, I will say. Yes, you've talked about that on podcasts before mm-hmm. too. So, um, okay, so she's telling Bruno, like, all right, well, well, let's do like a training montage type deal, uh, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll show, I'll show you what I'm actually into, but we'll do that later. Uh, we're not we're not quite there just yet. Uh, so uh, she's like soon going to be taken in, and everybody's going to be taken in by everyone is like very excited that Zoe had a brush with uh, with a superhero. Uh, and Brand so we're, superhero. we're finding uh, we're finding out the the aftermath of this is that uh, as the agent is going to say, Agent Cleary, did she do this for the likes? Whether or not that was the intention, that is certainly the consequence that she uh, her already sizable Instagram following is just ballooning even further. Uh, and she is the one who is going to brand Ms. Marvel as Night Nightlight. <laughs> How are we going to get from Nightlight to Ms. Marvel, Kevin? I don't know. I mean, she's dressed a lot like Captain Marvel, and when she wears the helmet, obviously she's got the the hair thing going on. So I wonder if it's like you know they're going to be like, oh, she's not actually Captain Marvel though. She doesn't have that military designation, so she's just Miss Marvel. You know, uh-huh. I feel yeah. like there's a there's a line you could get there too. I feel like someone's gonna like you know she's gonna fight the the woman in the back of the car by the end of this. They're gonna be doing kicky flippies in episode six in the finale. Uh, and she's going to be like, look at you, little Miss Marvel. You thought that you could, you know, take on the world. And she'll be like, that's just Miss Marvel to you. Boom. Big Or punch. it'll be the penultimate episode and the big bad guy would just be like, no, you're not Nightlight. You're, you're now Miss Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Yeah. And then Your powers the are those of the Miss Marvel. Uh, maybe. Possible. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, to be determined as to whether or not that's going to happen. Um, so uh, everything is like very high schooly type stuff. Everyone is flocking to Zoe, uh, and Zoe is Zoe going. To, Zoe is going to, uh, you know, mark the occasion by throwing a huge rager, and everybody is invited, including uh, Cameron, who is new to school. Uh, I'm really glad that by the end of this episode, they're just like, yeah, there's more to this character than what he's presenting rather than forcing us to speculate about a thing we know is definitely going to happen over the course of these next episodes. And he's introduced in this episode it at yeah. the end in the post credit scene that right. everybody is predicting. You know, like, I'm dragging so many other Marvel shows. Right at least now. we're not doing that. Like, at least like, just like, let me know. Should I trust this guy or not? I don't think I should trust this guy. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't like completely trust this guy by the end of the episode. But like, there's still questions around him. So, I mean, uh, isn't there a lesson here about uh, for young women where it's just like never trust charming men like this? Because yeah. like, yeah, it's just untrustworthy. Yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know yet. You know, we don't know if he's a bad guy yet, but we know that he has ulterior motives at the very least. Uh, yeah. I have uh, again, I have predictions. We'll we'll get cool. to at a certain point in this conversation. Um, all right. So then uh, Kamala is going to show Bruno what she can do. Uh, she talks about her her hard light abilities. Yes. How she'll name it. 
Uh, we get like the the big montage. Uh, we find out that the power feels like an idea come to life. Can I? Talk what a about great that. way of describing superpowers. What a wonderful way of describing superpowers. An idea come to life. It's like if she thinks it, she can just create it from her hand. Weird. Interesting. Is there another superhero like that? Oh, wait. There is. Just I. Listen, we've talked about it before. And like at this point, I feel like Marvel is just like effing with DC. This is straight, like, an idea come to life is straight up Green Lantern. Okay, it's yeah. straight up Green Lantern. Yeah. It's Green Lantern. Yeah, you yeah. talk about Green how Lantern-y. they keep beating DC to the punch, and they did it here. They're making a Green Lantern show before DC could get it out the door. They failed at the movie. They announced they're making a Green Lantern show, like, eight years ago. But clearly, they just keep effing up every step of the way. Yep. And now Marvel did this. I kind of love it at this point. I hope they just keep doing this. I hope they just keep ruining DC's plans. Well, you know, we'll wait until she starts giving the Green Lantern oath, uh, <laughs> you know, in brightest day. Yeah, I think once we get there, then we can really feel pretty good about uh, this is uh, this is targeted at it's a certain so funny. point. Oh, uh, but I like the I, I like the training sequence. I think it's cute. I love that she can't do push ups. I think it's fun. She's like, okay, I didn't get super strength. <laughs> so remember how we talked about like relatable stuff? That's one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah. Uh, so she so she's not good with that, but she is able to create this hardened light. And do we think that when she says it's an idea come to life, do you think that it's gonna be Green Lantern-esque? where she's going to be able to like just like create these hardened light versions of like anything she's able to conjure up. I think to an extent, I think it's going to create um shapes and images. Like honestly when she when she saves a kid later, I legit thought that they had fallen into like a bowl of pizza ice cream um yeah. which really would have been green lanternized. Um but I I think they're skirting with that line enough that it's not all the way there, but clearly she's able to like make a hand, right? Um, when Hal Jordan first showed up, like, you know, and Alan Scott, like they were making basic shapes. It wasn't until you get a lot later that you get like Kyle Rayner in a mech suit, you know? So give her time. Yeah. Um, so after the training, um, she has to go pray at the mosque with her friend, uh, Nakia, uh, and, uh, they are having trouble hearing in the back of the mosque. Uh, this is a, this is a, not, a they're not able to hear much from the front. Kevin. Yeah, it's really difficult. And this is one of those scenes where, um, you know, it did parts of it hit, uh, hit sort of reality. I'm, I'm not Muslim. Uh, my family is Hindu. But they, like many religions, have religious traditions. And yep. these, you know, they, they border on a lot of this stuff that, uh, for me, is very much a no thanks. Um, and I'm interested to see, like, it's so tough when you play with stuff like this, especially when it is a younger generation, you know, who doesn't all agree with a lot of the parts of, of your religious traditions that feel dated. And I'm just going to say, yes, sexist. Um, I will speak for my own religion. Um, and that sort of came about like even in our wedding, uh, you know, you, you saw a version of the Hindu ceremony yes. that, that Robin and I did, but there were a lot in there that we pushed back against because we were just like, mm, that seems sexist. We're going to change that line or like, mm, that seems weird. We're going to alter this little piece because like, we didn't really want a lot of that stuff. Cause we're a very, you know, um, we're very, uh, uh, pro-feminism and just don't like that stuff 
Um, so like stuff like this, it, it is interesting to to witness and see because it is a reality, right? Like there's things like this where how do you find the balance? And I'm hoping they kind of address this in a way. Like how do you find the balance of 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 embracing the parts of your like faith and traditions that I think do support and show this this wonderful stuff while still being able to like criticize some of the more I think um, dated aspects of it. Yeah. Uh, it's like this, this scene really just did hit again, hit me for certain levels because of that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then even like the fact that um, Kamala is telling her, telling Nakia afterwards, like you should run for the board. Uh, like nominations are still up. She's like, they're never going to vote for me. Like, look, like they're they're going right. to vote for me over over your uncle over there. Like, no way. Uh, like that is not a thing that's happening. Um, she's a character that was in the premiere, barely has a big breakout. I feel like in this episode, um, she has a really big scene coming up soon. So we'll we'll talk about Nakia a lot more uh, when we when we get there. Um, we go back to Kamala's house and at Kamala's house, her mom is not, uh, thrilled still about Avengers con, but as long as what it is Kamala is asking for is to not go to like the Avengers con sequel, she's right. going to be uh, thumbs a up on her going out. Age of ultra, ultra con, right? <laughs> age of ultra con <laughs> is a nightmare. <laughs> um, so she is going to be permitted to go out and it's a huge rager at Zoe's Cameron is there. He does like the I am a golden god bit. That's exactly what I thought of. I love that scene. Yes. <laughs> uh, so she's going to witness that and like stars are going to come out of her eyes. And he shows up and introduces himself. Uh, and uh, she's just like really, really taken by him. And then almost everybody is taken by the police who show yes. up to break up the party. Scatter! Like right yes. at that moment where the police Run! show up and you got to get the hell out of there. This moment too, I was trying to think about when we were first talking about this uh, last week in the first episode, how I really love this style, this animation, these drawings, these like, you know, kind of cartoonish elements. And this scene where he comes out of the water, right? And it is like the... Um, uh, like the stars coming off him and everything, I realized what this movie or movie, what the show reminds me a lot of is the Scott Pilgrim movie. Um, I think Scott Pilgrim, both the comic and a really uh, good call. The film yep. has a lot of uh, visual comparisons and I love the Scott Pilgrim movie. So, uh, and the comic, but uh, that really stuck out to me in that, in that moment where I'm like, Oh, that's what it reminds me of. And I, and I, I really like it. It just makes me feel uh, you know, like like excited to to keep watching this show because the visual style is so cool. Uh, is Cameron some kind of evil ex boyfriend situation then, Kevin? <laughs> that Bruno's going to have to fight. Um, I mean, Bruno is leading into some Scott territory with with, with some of his uh, attitudes in this. Um, I wanted to be annoyed by him, but at the same point, I look back and I'm just kind of like, ah, this is just me being the old man now because like I relate. I like we, I was like that in in high school for sure, right? Like a girl that I knew, like if she's like paying attention to another boy, I get very just like, "Do you want to hang out? We should go hang out or something, right?" Like let's uh, so I wanted to be mad at him, but I'm just like, yeah. mm, I get it. Uh, Bruno's not working for everybody. Shouts to Felipe, who I think is like the other kids are just so good. Uh, but I I like Bruno. I think Bruno's got again. I think I personally feel bad about how much we bagged on the actor during The Walking Dead. I think that he's got some good chops here and he's definitely playing like the sort of like hard on his sleeve doofus pretty well. I think uh, I can't help but feel really awful when they get out of the 
car after they're having the whole car ride home. And it's clear these two are clicking and Bruno is feeling left out. And then he gets the number from Kamala and they're exchanging numbers. And he's like, call me. I'll help you with your road test and everything. Uh, it was really nice meeting you. And he gets everybody's names right. And then he says, see you later, Brian. Yep. <laughs> and then the key is at the back of the back. Oh, Brian's mad. Why are you mad, Brian? <laughs> uh, it was just uh, ruthless and very, very funny uh, from everybody across the board. I thought that was great. Agreed. Hilarious, hilarious Eden moment. And the moment that comes after this is absolutely incredible. Yes. If it was what I'm not mistaken, or maybe I'm jumping ahead into oh, no. what Kamala does. Okay, absolutely great. not, absolutely not. So she's had a wonderful evening, and it's only going to get better because she is going to go home and dance her heart out to "Be My Baby." Uh, is going to be playing in the background as we get this little uh, dance number, which, again, to your point, Kevin, very Scott Pilgrim. Uh, it feels like this type of scene extremely scott pilgrim but also really reminiscent of the opening to adventures in babysitting Mm -hmm. which is a movie i really like um i think there was a lot of visual comparisons there to this and so like i i immediately like brightest smile on my face watching this scene now kevin a couple of times along the way here in ms marvel uh she has name checked thor uh the asgardian uh connection do you think i'm asgardian she asks bruno when she finds out that the power is coming from within her which i guess we kind of breezed past maybe let's circle back in a second we should we should um but do you think that uh with the adventures in babysitting uh uh uh, homage are we gonna get some kind of either thor cameo by the end of this or will the kingpin show up right like d'onofrio could be involved maybe they're really mixed worlds that it will be the vincent d'onofrio version of thor yeah, <laughs> from that would be great. That would be like having Evan Peters as uh, Ralph Boner showing back up. I believe that Robin's response when we recently, re- like I recently rewatched it and she watched it for the first time and I said, that's Vincent D'Onofrio was white. Get the f- out of here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. looks so different. Um, but once you know it, you see it. Um, but we should circle back to that conversation because this is where we can get into my prediction that came up uh, in this particular moment and Let's only do it. solidified as the show episode one yeah so bruno is like um during like the training and everything they know that the bangle like they they kind of surmise that the bangle unlocked something within kamala uh that it isn't the bangle it is what the bangle unlocked within kamala so she's like what do you think of asgardian am i related to thor uh and so in the comic books um ms marvel is an inhuman which is like a basically like an alien uh uh like baked in with the human you unlock it by going they through these... genetically altered humans but right in the past exposed them to terrigen mist which right. unlock these abilities within them yes right so is this some version uh is the bangle some version of a terrigen mist and is kamala going to be revealed to be an inhuman no that's okay not what my do you prediction. what do you think is going to happen i think she's an eternal oh interesting oh uh-huh. wow so this moment happened, and when she's just like, do you think I'm Asgardian? I joked. I was just like, no, she's going to be like an Eternal and the descendant of Kingo. And then this episode kept going, and I'm like, holy shit, I think she might be a descendant of Kingo. That is actually my running theory right now, is that she is partially inhuman. Uh, this is the moment I thought of it, and then when she has the conversation with Cameron later... It really made me feel like it's heading in that direction, and so I've got some predictions as we go. Okay, interesting. She they we do get a Kingo name drop. Uh, we hear about Kingo's uh, grandfather, I think. Well, yeah, we obviously he, just Kingo. It is because <laughs> the whole thing that was revealing Eternals is that he's been just playing himself 
uh, like like his grand his, himself and then his grandkids throughout history because mm-hmm. he's acting in Bollywood movies. Um, we can just jump ahead. I'm just gonna go into prediction territory territory here. Uh, so when that conversation happened, it really made me feel like, oh my god, like I think that this might be something. Like Kingo like hooked up with someone who might very well be her great grandmother leading toward her being a descendant of him and partially eternal because her bangle, I think, has the same type of space energy and space design as both Shang-Chi's and some of the weaponry we see on the Eternals themselves. So uh, I think all that is leading there. But also, we know that he says, Cameron says in that scene, her his mother has been obsessed with Kingo Sr. Yeah. And there is this weird possibility that the woman that she sees in the car at the end, who is Cameron's mom, is her great-grandmother. Right, yeah. Which would make her and Cameron related, which is something else we'll get to and I think would be very funny. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, a lot of this is making me feel like this is the solve. And also, this means that Kamel Nanjiani might show up, making him present in two Disney Plus series at the same time, which yeah. is kind of incredible. Yeah, he, he was, like, barely on Obi-Wan, though. Yeah, it's enough to make me happy, though. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I would love that. I think uh, getting uh, Kingo proper would be great. Was Kingo one of the... Uh, listen, we're assuming you've all seen The Eternals. If you haven't seen The Eternals, skip ahead like a minute, maybe. This is going to be a quick Eternals thing. Um, does uh, Kingo get taken off of Earth at the end of Eternals or no? He does. He okay. Does, yes. Well, then he hopefully finds his way back in time for the Miss Marvel finale. <laughs> yeah, presuming they whatever they decide to do with that. It's not, it would be the first time that they just decide yeah. to just avoid a, a post credits to do a new thing. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's, let's do a quick ad break here. We'll throw out a commercial. When we come back, we are going to continue talking about all things Miss Marvel episode two. Stay tuned. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Kevin. Um, so Kamala has uh, Cameron's phone number. It's very exciting. Some text messaging going on back and forth. Really excited about this. Um, but she is going to have like a couple of um, like put you in your place type moments in the uh, in the events to come, beginning with um, this is like, you know, when you have like an errant pimple on your nose, except it's hard light superpowers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a bummer, Kevin. That's a bummer to have happen to you in the middle of class. Yeah, it's something uh, that I think a certain reindeer off in the, the Great North <laughs> might be able to relate uh-huh. to best. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, getting a glowing nose in the middle of school. Um, Kamala, quite... with your nose so bright. Right. Yeah. Right. Won't you save this kid tonight? <laughs> As nightlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a fun little scene because I feel like these are things in which uh, young adult fiction will always excel at, where they find these interesting parallels between the superhero power, but also the relatability of being a teen, right? Like for a girl, like it's like the first time you you essentially you know like if you have your parent in the middle of class, or for a dude, if it's just like something's popping up in the middle of class, it's just like oh god. Like, you know, that right. awkward teenager moment, except for her, it's like that nightlight glowing nose. Yes. Uh, so it's glowing. She's going to go to the bathroom. Uh, Nakia is going to follow her quickly, and they're going to have uh, a really good uh, a really good conversation about, uh, she's like, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You're awesome. You're a badass. I'm also awesome. I've decided that that is who I am, and I'm going to run for that position, and there's nothing that anybody's going to do to stop me. And the two of them are just like, yeah, this is pretty great. This is a really fantastic moment between the two of us, and let's just like give ourselves some space to just really appreciate how individually great both of us are um loved this scene really loved the two of these characters together yeah they're great and i i, I believe this character is also from the comic um, i think that's right yes. of hers from the comic so i believe that's to, true yeah we didn't really get to see her much in the first episode we got to see her so much more um in this episode and i really like this character she says something a little bit later that i'm gonna um hit on that really uh again relatable for me um but we'll get there when we get there and i i really enjoyed this character a lot yeah um bruno meanwhile has uh some great great news the problem is he doesn't he doesn't have the proper context to process the news because he's never seen a movie before uh you know that you've never seen a movie before never (laughs) i've seen i love where he's like i've seen a movie yeah (laughs) uh this is the moment where you're being told that you're a jedi or you're a wizard harry uh you're going to caltech bruno and you're not going to say no uh and he tells mr wilson but it's in california yeah, another another thing that I want to be like, it's me being the old man. Because like for me, as now an old man, I'm just like, you goddamn, you, it's free? It's all paid for? You get your ass to Caltech. What the hell are you doing? Get your ass to Caltech. Mm-hmm. Some white ass privilege mother, you know, like just <laughs> get, you go. Like, <laughs> I'm just very furious about it. Yeah. But when I put myself in the position of like where he was then, I definitely had a moment where I considered going to a different college and I ended up going to to basically chase a girl. And so, like, it is a dumb teenage instinct, but it is, it's real. 
it's, it's not real. Yeah. It happens. It's not, it's not unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lots of hot headed decisions made around this time in one's life. Um, uh, Kamala's going to go learn how to drive a car uh, yes. with Cameron. Uh, they're going to uh, have some uh, have some uh, time together. They're going to end up at like what? This like local restaurant, I guess, uh, where they're going to be talking about Kingo. Uh, any further they, Kingo yeah. thoughts that you've got, Kevin, or you've aired them at this point? Um, the, the only thoughts I have is not further Kingo thoughts necessarily. I think we, we, we hit on a lot of the pieces here, but um, on the drive, right, they start talking about like Bollywood movies and it's just like, oh, do you like Bollywood movies? And this is the one thing where I, I could say like, I do not. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, there was a lot of them. I remember my parents' family watched when I was kid, a kid. I never really got into them. Every now and then I found one that I was like kind of into. Um, I, I actually ended up really liking Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, there was a running joke when that one happened because literally I watched that movie with my cousins. And as it was ending, I was just like, man, they went an entire Bollywood movie without having a song in Oh. And then uh, at the very end, they did the song and dance, uh, yes. which I actually really liked. I actually liked the one, the song Jai Ho is fantastic. And two, uh, that whole sequence I thought was incredible. Um, but yeah, I, Robin was saying as as a person now who is such a fan of musicals and stuff, she thinks that I would like Bollywood movies and I'm just being a contrarian. Should we uh, re-examine this? Should we go back? Maybe. Maybe Everything we should go back Bollywood? and watch, right? Like start yeah. watching some old Bollywood films. I've never seen any Bollywood. I'll go. I'll, I'll my join problem you on the is journey. Just th- they're long. They're long. They, I feel like in my memory, they're all three hours long. And I know we just watched The Batman, but mm. <laughs> it feels yeah. like a lengthy bit of time. Fair enough. Um all right, so here at the restaurant, Kamala is going to see her brother and her brother's fiance are here. And she's like, okay, act natural, act natural, pretend like no one's here. And then they're like, hey, uh, why are you ignoring us? And who's this guy? Right, the the immediate brother instinct of just like, what's uh, what's uh, what's going on oh, here? Oh, that's our uh, cousin. That's our cousin. He's like, which, really? Didn't, why incredible. does he have a British accent? He's like, oh, no, I was just doing an impression of Paul Hollywood speaking. I of, love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Love that he immediately drops into the uh, Pakistani accent, something that I think, um, again, I can relate to. Uh, for me, it is dropping into my family accent whenever I'm around them. This happens a lot. Yep. You just slip right back into it. Uh, so I could definitely relate and understand that aspect of it. I love the cousin cover because it is very... Uh, well, we'll get to my prediction there, but uh, we actually talked about like my prediction. I actually do think they are, in fact related yeah yeah Um, i am with you on that as well yeah so i think it's very funny this this cover of just like oh this is our cousin because like our family is so expansive someone could legit just be like no this is your cousin you remember such and such and i'd be like sure uh it's just there's so many people and i don't remember all of them that easily passing off as a cousin is a reality in my family um there's a big family dinner later and through this we are gonna get some backstory on um kamala's grandmother uh that this story about sana that is just too much for kamala's mother to even like stand around and and listen to um but this is going to be like a story that i think speaks pretty dearly to kamala as far as like i should probably check in with my grandmother and see if she can tell me more about the bangle there's like everything about she follows the trail of stars back to her father and everything like that it's a good scene really really good scene yeah, it's a really great scene, and I think uh, again lends itself to some, also some 
now that I think about it, it's a very Bollywood-esque storytelling. And just because, like, that would certainly happen, I think, in a Bollywood story of following the stars back to your love. Um, so, like, that all, like, tracks, I think, is really interesting. I'm curious how it plays out. Because, again, I do think that that is her great-grandmother at the end. We see a vision of her at one point. Um, I do want to call out, because I do think it's this scene, too, where they're having dinner with Amir and his uh, fiance. And they talk about Amir's goth and hot topic phase. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, God, it is me. I talked yeah. about how much Amir reminds me of myself. And that moment, where especially where he's defending it, where it's like, it's not really a full goth phase. And that was it basically, again, accurate to my high school self. I was just like, oh, boy, Amir and I are sharing some similarities. Don't talk of like you don't go out there still like looking like you're Brandon Lee from The Crow, uh, <laughs> like going out there and fighting crime. I've seen you since you've moved back to New York, Kevin. I know you're. Yeah, secret. I forgot. Now that I'm back, I had to like get all that again. Just constantly really listening to, to the find Cure. Clothes these days. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so um, Kamala's then uh, while this story is being told, she's going to have like a a little bit of like a blip out, not the blip. Thankfully, she doesn't lose five years of her life in a in a in a finger snap. Uh, but she does like kind of like out and there's the question of like have you eaten enough or did you eat too much what's going on um and so she goes upstairs to uh to to lie down and when she's up there she's gonna call her grandmother and she's going to ask about the bangle um and uh, we do find out that the bangle belongs to kamala's great grandmother so not to her grandmother um uh her name is aisha i think is the name that we get um and uh, her grandmother says by the way i think i've told you too much already and uh, it's only episode two so i should probably uh stop talking now especially just since i don't know how to use technology mm-hmm. yeah. which also at that point like when you're a kid call call her i mean like i know this is one of those moments that threw me out just a little bit because it is very much just like the branded partnership of just like look how great the video quality is on this phone and yeah. it's just like call her like a normal human why are you video calling your grandmother you know future, she doesn't bro. want to use that the future we do facetimes now no i've ne- never once did i do that and like because i knew my grandparents were too old to like know how that functioned maybe you should have taken the time out to teach them kevin wow josh wow listen wow. Uh, just like do a facetime facetime's not so hard well you can't because you don't have a iphone Yes, you have that. a very you have a very annoying phone. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't yeah. you join the Android Revolution? God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So we're gonna go to the Eid Mubarak celebration. There's the big festival. Uh, everyone is having a really good time, but this is no time for partying, Kevin. It's we got a we got an election to win. Yeah. This this scene this moment is is really great. Um. I really like what uh, Naki is doing and like I loved her speech. However, like straight up, if that was any of my family members and she's just like, are you going to do that? They would have been like, yeah, like you met my dad. You can mm-hmm. see him like hearing that speech, just being like, yeah, I'm going to go vote for him and then just like wander away. Probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought that scene was really great. The, I, I don't remember when this moment happened. I think it may have happened slightly before or during this moment. But Nakia makes this uh, statement. And this is like the thing that I, I kind of like. It really, again, th- th- there's like these little moments that really hit me where she says that um, she was too white for some people and too yes. ethnic for others. This is in the bathroom scene. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That line really hit me because that is such a reality that i don't think i've ever heard anyone address on television because again we, we really 
don't get featured that much. Yeah. Um, that was so real. And like when I moved as a kid from New York to Florida, um, that happened to me. Like I got picked on by uh I got picked on by white kids for being too dark, and I got picked on um black kids for being too too light. And it's like I had a nowhere place um because there weren't other kids that looked like me there i was the only person that looked like this and it is such a reality to just show that like this this is this is how sometimes people see you where it's just like you're you really are just not like any of us so therefore you don't get fit in and we'll just all pick on you um and so having that being said on tv it's just so impactful and it is that representation matters thing like i know i keep saying that but it's true like i how long did it take like i'm years old and like <laughs> wait well could you just say that number again one more time uh sorry just you know i'm i, I can't i don't think we got that cleanly i think the wi-fi dipped uh um but like yeah and it took me that long to hear something like this that i experienced <laughs> years ago you know mm-hmm. like it's yeah. so long ago um so I, I it's another reason why these shows and these stories and these experiences i think are so important and so valuable to have because like if i was that kid then and saw something like this now on TV, it would have made me feel less alone yeah. because I know that there's other kids out there and other uh, people like me experiencing the same thing, even if they're not physically here next to me out there, they are also existing and experiencing similar, uh, similar things. Yeah. I really, one of the things I really love about the show too, is like um, a lot of what you're talking about. And I think like a lot of like, um, the the religious aspects of the show and a lot of like the cultural aspects of the show that are probably very foreign to like the vast majority of like, uh, you know, like sort of like the typical Marvel audience before aka a bunch of white bros, you know, like it's just presented very matter of factly and very in like a very lived in way. Um, and I think I don't know, I think I think that there is like there, you know, these experiences are not my experiences at all. I mean, I've got my versions of it as like a Jewish person growing up in a place where like there, you know, you would think that on Long Island, there were a ton of us, but in my town, there actually, you know, like wasn't a huge amount, isn't it, you know, enough. Um, but, you know, it was definitely different. Um, but I like, there's so many different ways in which like, I'm like very wide openly seen in this stuff. Um, and so what I, what I really appreciate is the ways in which like, it's just like no we've like you know people have like taken so long to like just like look at all of your stories and you know grok their their feelings onto it it's your turn uh and and i really appreciate that about the show and i think that they've done such a great job of opening that door into the con household specifically and all of the friends that she's got and then like the extended family and like the extended um you know uh group of people that she is interacting with by virtue of her family it just feels like a very vibrant world in that way and i'm feeling really touched getting to to watch it and especially getting to hear you actually not be a monster and talk about your feelings <laughs> a little bit is very fun for me i don't I like it um, i know you don't but you're doing a great job it's really it good. is it's it's super interesting because it happens in a lot of different ways and i think it's just also teaching like moments right like not even like to not, not even talk about like teaching in terms of like learning about the other religion or, or learning about like experiences like that yeah that's important but even little things because i remember Man, I think it was Curb. Many, many, many moons ago, uh, there's there's I believe there's that bit where Larry, I think, is when he was in New York, and like someone approaches him and just like, "Oh, are you are you Jewish?" And it's uh, because it, it was for a bris, like uh, it, it was uh, they needed him uh, to to come up. They needed another Jewish person for for the ceremony they were doing, and they literally just asked someone 
off the street on mm-hmm. uh, it was larry and i was just like that's wild like what's happening here and then a friend of mine like uh, a couple well years ago uh i was talking about it and he was like that literally happened to me this is a thing that happens that like you will be approached and be like all right are, are you jewish we need one more and i was like oh my god that's fascinating like that's super interesting to learn about um and, definitely and, like, a thing that i've that i've i've for sure experienced like my share of like uh you're jewish right it's like yeah it's like yeah me too okay see? <laughs> you know <laughs> you know uh like there aren't like you know uh, i don't know people could get really mean like they're you know the signifiers and stuff but like you know it is it is very it is a it is very very real thing that i've experienced for sure uh that's great i, I don't remember that larry david episode i'll have to uh go back it's Kirby the enthusiasm rewatch yeah. i'm mm-hmm. actually just we just started rewatching seinfeld again and it's still oh my god well god that's already A+. worn territory here in the, in the extended <laughs> yes. psr universe um let's go to the damage control interrogation we already talked about it a bit agent cleary and his partner are grilling zoe uh to find out more about what's going on and so um, they are going to catch a little bit of a lead. I think I'd missed the scene as far as like how they're going to find Miss Marble later on. Is it just racial profiling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, That's yeah. what I missed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleary clearly knows his, his partner is, uh, I was just going to say like a raging racist. Yeah. Uh, cause like she just comes in and it's just like, uh, was she, you know, did, was she, she was not white, right? Like, what, what was she like Latino, uh, you know, Middle Eastern, uh, South Asian, like, and then she gives a look and is like, aha. And it's just like, yep. whoa, what's, yep. uh, what's happening here? And clearly, clearly knows it. And he's just like, oh God, this thing. And it's just like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Feed agent Deaver to the hard light demons by the end of this season would be yes, totally please. fine. Would be totally I'd be okay fine. with that. I'd be fine with it. Oh no, she died. Yes. That'd be totally <laughs> fine by me. Uh, all right, so they're going to be on the trail. Uh, we're going to go back to the celebration. Uh, I love all of the various factions that we hear about in this. Uh, the Illuminantes are uh, probably my favorite. Incredible. Because uh, uh, I, I know that group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably saw them at my, my wedding. Oh, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I did. But uh, by virtue of um, their sacred order, I'm not allowed to say that I uh, interacted with the Illuminantes. It's true. It's the yeah. shadow organization. <laughs> uh, Very loud shadow. They talk. They talk about her. Um, her great grandmother. Uh, apparently, she killed somebody. It's allegedly. Also, also a truism. My God, my God, this family. Like that stuff about like we just don't like. You know, like they, they say, you don't talk about Bruno, but like we don't. We don't talk about. <laughs> Can shit. we talk about like, Brian though? Are we allowed to talk yeah. about him? <laughs> Every time something happens in the family, it's just like we don't talk about it anymore. We never talk about it again. Nobody say anything. You bring it up. We're just going to talk in vague circles. No yeah. one will know the truth. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, again, just just the reality of situations. So uh, we're going to get a Ms. Marvel scene here, like a Ms. Marvel to the rescue scene. Because of a po- dumbass child. <laughs> this poor boy. Poor uh, boy. <laughs> he's climbed this building to get a, a really good selfie um listen i i I don't know Uh, you and i are both the old people up on the hill like is this really happening all the time are people really just going way out of their way to like recklessly endanger themselves just for the perfect shot i suppose the answer is absolutely yes i Uh, i mean it certainly happened you hear about like you're in tiktok half your day kevin does this track does all of this feel right I no, it's it's more rare than you think. It would, the way Robin pointed out to it is just like, man, budgeting superheroes always run into like 
deathly trouble at a rate that no one like stumbles into these situations at a rate like no one else in the world does. Um, Because it's just like something like this always happens uh, for any new superhero. And it's just like we will go in our entire lives without ever experiencing anything close to this or seeing something close to this happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly, again, like I've seen news stories, right, where someone's like they dropped their phone off off, off the, 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 the window or something. Um, so I'm certain stuff like this happens, but it's, I feel like it's rare. I feel like it's rare. This kid also should have known better. His, listen, I will tell you this, that kid, his ankle got hurt. His parents, if they are South, that kid got his ass beat later. I'm going to tell you that straight out. Like, if they are South Asian parents, that did not go well for that kid. Oh, Yeah. At least he lives. Uh, That's true. You know, Kamala is able to get out onto the onto the ledge. She's she's you know she went through her training earlier in the episode, so she has a little bit of a better grasp on her power. She has to like move quickly at one point, so she is able to just like sort of like race her way over there. She's telling him to think about the ice cream pizza all the way through, and she herself isn't vomiting, which is really a great sign of her heroic professionalism. Uh, and she gets to him. Uh, and she's able to get him in time and everyone's clapping, everybody's cheering. And she does like the requisite superhero uh, leap in pose, which is yeah. so deliberate and very funny. Um, but a little too soon, a uh, premature celebration because she gets um, she's trying to help him down and like onto like the secure roof. And when she does that, she has this vision of this woman who I think that we are thinking could be her great grandmother um, at the very least is the same person in the back of the car at Correct. the end of the episode. Correct. And that's why I, I thought it was her, her great-grandmother uh, in that moment that she was having a vision of and reaching out to her. Because I feel like we saw a flash of this this lady earlier, too. Um, and then she shows up in the back of the car and is revealed to be uh, Cameron's uh, mother. Yes, uh, who are there just in time because damage control has pulled up. Uh, she's able to escape. She's able to get into the car. Uh, and Cameron says, I'd like you to meet my mother. And this woman is very, very excited to meet Kamala as well. So a really good cliffhanger. Uh, I'm really excited to see where they're taking it. This is like, you know, this is some real forward momentum with the story, which I'm interested in. Um, but I am, um, as as I think often happens with these shows when they're at their best, I really am mostly just like, looking to hang out. I kind of just want to hang out with these characters. Uh, and on that level, like the hangout show quality has been like through the roof on this control. Marvel. It and is, I feel like the pacing like of the story so far has been good. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see where they take it in episode three. I think notably um, critics and press were only sent episodes one and two in advance. I'm pretty sure. So that could mean a lot. It could be nothing. One of the things it could mean is like, well, the first two episodes are the best, and then it really goes off the rails. So we don't want to show the reviewers that. Or it could mean like, no, these shows sell themselves at this point, and we're just like going to get you, like, give you a little taste of the world because like this is still decorum is to send episodes to the press. Uh, so like it could be a couple of things. It could be that. It could be something else. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into it, but I did think it was like a notable fact that these were the two that were initially sent out. Yeah, and it is a it is an interesting part to end it. So I guess it could make sense there. It really is hard to track, right? Because like I don't know, I don't want to get into the whole Moon Knight of it all. But we know that like critics were sent four episodes of Moon Knight, and like yep. there was responses there about like oh it's so great, and then we watched it and we were like, well, there, there's things that we really like. Um, so who knows? But right. what we have so far, I have been enjoying quite a bit. 
Uh, I Again, I do think that they are possibly going to be revealed as actual cousins, which is amazing because also if you want to talk about things that feel real to Kevin, oh, no. holy shit. The idea of running into another brown person and they were revealed to be related to you in some way has happened to me too many goddamn times. <laughs> so like that part of it, oh, that might be the most realest moment of this show so far. Like it is... <laughs> It has happened over and over again. And I I used to joke, I don't date other Indian people or Guyanese people because they will be revealed to be related to me or know my family. And again, the amount of times that it happened, like literally I was in high school and uh, this 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 kid was in my was in my high school with me. We ran into each other, and I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm Kevin." And he's just like, "Oh, I know. I've been to your house over there in Miramar. My parents know your parents." I'm just like, "You've got to be joking." <laughs> um, another one of my friends, we joked because he he is um he he was born like I think he he's he's from he was born in New Orleans, but he lived in he was in Florida for a very long time. And we chatted, and he was Guyanese. My family's Guyanese. We joked about this and we laughed about it for so long about how all these guys and these people know each other, but we didn't. And we laughed and we're just like, ah, watch, our parents are going to know each other. And when I finally went to hang out at his place, his dad came home and naturally was just like, oh, you're a guy and he's like, I am. Uh-huh. Who are your parents? And I told him, and he's like, wait, such and such, Mahatayo? I'm like, yeah. And he's just like, is he from this town? And I was like, yes. And he's just like, we went to school together. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. So I called my dad and then they spoke and caught up for like two hours. Um, Kevin, remember then- when we went to sushi next to another Guyanese person whose name was also Kevin? Yes. <laughs> that was great. Alternate me. Uh, yeah. My favorite instance of this, the last story I will share of just every Guyanese person knowing each other. Uh, this was when Robin and I had first started dating. We were dating for about a year at this point. Um, and she lived in this apartment, had a super who she always used to be, uh, used to like complain about because she, she was like, I really don't think he likes me. I feel like he's so mean. I get scared every time I have to call him. And I was over and like her sink broke. And she's like, oh man, I got to call him. And she's, I was like, what's his name? And she's like, uh, his name is Chach. And I'm like, is that his actual name? And she's like, well, that's what he says to call him. I'm like, that, like, Chacha shorts for Chacha, which means uncle. So, like, I I think he, hmm, he might be, he might be one of my people. And he walked in, and he just walks by, and he says one sentence, and I just turned to her, and I just go, he's Guyanese. Give me a second. And I went in. I started chatting. He is Guyanese. He also knows my parents. That man was the <laughs> nicest person to us for the rest of the time she lived there. He would come by and just be like, hey, someone's throwing out this like this this uh, nightstand. Do you want this? Like, he, It was a whole different beast. Incredible. But it was my favorite instance because I would always tell Robin about the how we'd all know each other and then she saw it in action and it was incredible. Unbelievably ridiculous. Uh, more to come from Kevin Mahadeo. We've got four more weeks of this. <laughs> Ms. Marvel out all my stories this marvel continues um kevin this is not the only superhero show you were talking about right now here in this very feed in the everything is super podcast feed first of all you can get some umbrella academy podcasts if you want to hear what marissa and frail mary are getting into with umbrella academy which is just around the corner for season three is hitting netflix in just a few days i think that they're doing two recaps a week or something along those lines uh, i believe is their game plan but you'll have to listen to the umbrella academy podcast in order to find out separately from that Kevin, you and Mike Bloom, the aforementioned, are podcasting about The Boys Season 3. 
how many episodes in are you at this point? Four or five? We just did episode five, so there is three more to that's go. It? Wow, that's uh, fast. Yeah, right? But my math right on that? Because it's eight episodes total. So, yes. Uh, yes um, we just did episode five, so we're uh, now over the halfway mark into the season. Um, it's been incredible. I can't wait to finish it. Um, we we talked about some excitement in episode four. I will say episode five was a little bit of a not not a down point at all. It was a slowdown, and I think rightfully so. If if you listen to the podcast uh, of what happened in episode four, probably we needed to like just pump the brakes for like a second because mm-hmm. um, it was so intense. But uh, I am excited to carry on because I do know what the next episode is titled. Mike and I have talked about it because they announced it a while ago, and the title has. Uh, gotten me excited and not in the way that the title implies but i am excited to experience it okay all right exciting stuff uh check out the boys that's also in the everything is super podcast feed but both the boys and umbrella academy also have their own individual podcast feeds if you want to subscribe to those leave a rating and a review and certainly here in the super feed as well you want to talk to kevin mahadeo anymore first of all you can tweet at him at kev mahadeo on the internet you can also find him in the Post Show Recaps patron Discord when you sign up to be a member at patreon.com slash Recaps. Kevin, what else is going on? Just generally speaking, you and I are supposed to hang out in a couple days, I think. We're going to look at suits. Yeah, we're going to go Superhero look at suits. suits. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Um, I was on the uh, Time Traveler's Wife podcast. So I heard. Actually. You're loving yeah. that show. I am. I'm really enjoying it. And I had a great time talking to Sarah and Jess about it. Um, I'm a fan of the book, so it was really cool uh, talking about reading the book when I was younger and then watching the show now and doing those comparisons. So that was a blast. And um, you should definitely listen up if you're a patron because some magic is coming back into your lives very soon um, after uh, a, a long break due to like life and some other stuff happening. Sure. Um, the YA podcast is coming back very soon with the final two installments of the Harry Potter franchise, Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2, and our feedback shows, obviously, in between those. And then we have something pretty fun that we're going to do after that um, that I won't tease and give away, because if I ever tease, it's always an obvious Yeah, you just tip the whole thing. Yeah, so I'm going to hold back on this one, okay? But you have plans post-Potter is your point. We do have plans post-Potter, and people are going to learn about it in time. So it's going to be uh, uh, fun, though. I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, it's not a Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's not, yeah, I'm about to say, no. now people are going to think it's Curb. Larry! Yeah, that'd be pretty good, though. Uh, yeah, Melissa's just going to do Cheryl impressions the whole time. I think that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, you got to get Zed back on. I feel like Zed would have a lot of uh, great ranty energy about, uh, about Larry. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I can't imagine uh, Melissa as a Canadian watching a show like this. Yeah, uh, it'd be a very fun show for the three of you to cover. Yeah. Point. Um, All right, we'll be back next week. More Ms. Marvel. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.